Life is a roller coaster in itself. The knowns and the unknowns, the struggle, the joys and disappointments, the trauma, the loss, and all the moments in between that seem to come full circle. In the midst of the lives we live daily, oftentimes unexpected curveballs enter into our airspace. Those moments compiled affect us in the physical, immerse themselves within our mental, emotional, and spiritual beings. These moments are powerful and create a story, your story, a story where you can be empowered to thrive and not just survive. This is the Power of the P podcast. Welcome back to the Power of the P podcast. This is Tiffany Cepeda here, author, life coach, and of course, just your local gal who loves to give tips and tricks. And then we have our wonderful co-host here, Yanira, which we love her. She's got some great news actually this week to share. So stay tuned. And it's personal news, but it's things we've all been praying for. So I'm all about celebrating things. And today is going to be so fun. We are actually going to talk about it may seem random but it's not we're going to talk about (laughs) very practical tips to live in gratitude and to relinquish your feelings of anxiety and depression and you can do it for free which I think is the best part Um, and then also Yanira has some tips on how to master an interview and I thought this would be great because I know a lot of People um, are either looking for jobs, maybe losing their job. We're just in a very interesting time in our economy right now. And so I'm like, man, nobody talks about this. And I feel like this is also an area that can give a lot of people anxiety. And so it kind of goes hand in hand. So we have a couple practical things we're going to chat on today. And I really cannot wait. I think it's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to dive in and talk about all this stuff and just... Um, dive right in and get right into it. I'm so excited. It's been a great week. So yes, tell us, tell us your highlight, the highlight of your week, Yanira. I would say, you know, um, it would say was today. My highlight was today. Um, I had an interview today and I want to say that I smashed it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, it's with a really great company. And so, um, I'm excited, but the whole interview part of it was very interesting from, now mind you, it was, it was long and there were four people interviewing me, um, but I'll tell you all the details to that because it was just, it was really interesting and also, I'll, tell, I'll give you all those tips when, when we get to that part, but honestly, it was, that was my highlight was of the week was this interview and um, getting to meet people. I love meeting new people. And just hearing their stories and whether it's in the workplace or outside of the workplace, it's just fascinating to me. Um, yeah, I love that. So my whole, um, it, it was today. It was today. Today was a great day. It was a fun day. It was fun. I love that. I love interviews. I do. I love, love. And it's, it's really, how can I say it's, it's hard for people to say, oh my God, I love interviews, but I genuinely really do love them. I love, you know, all the questions. I love to get to know people. Um, and most of all, I like being myself. So that's the biggest key. Always be yourself. That's really key and really important. So I love that. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And I feel like authenticity. In fact, I was just talking with someone, uh, one of my meetings this 
week or last week, I don't remember. They're all running together at this point. (laughs) Um, But we were talking about that, how authenticity is key. And I think authenticity, it comes more naturally when you can be um, good in your own skin and just in who you are and you really have a full self-acceptance and you're self-aware. Self-awareness, I think, allows us to be authentic because it puts us in a space of, okay, I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to live in this perfectionism state of being, but I also know who I am and I know what I'm good at and I also know what I need to grow in. And I think that in itself is great and that helps you master interviews as well which again she's going to give us a lot of tips and I love interviews too and I never used to Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think for me the switch happened just that when I felt like I know who I am I know what I bring to the table and if I don't get hired it's because it wasn't a good fit instead of going into it nervous feeling Mm -hmm. like oh I just need this job there's this desperation Uh, even in desperate times which I've been in before uh, I always would go in just with that mindset of if this is what God wants and he knows it's a good fit, I'm going to get it and I'm just going to be my best self and, you know, be authentic and honest and real and professional and how it pans out is how it pans out. So, um, but yeah, I can't wait to dive in a little bit more. First off though, I really want to talk on this super simple tip. I was sharing a little bit about it on my Instagram. If you do not follow Classic and Tailored or Mind in Business, um, please do. We always are sharing lots of tips weekly and just doing daily life with you guys. It's one of my favorite parts. But one of the things that a lot of people ask, and I feel we get a lot of questions, is how to deal with anxiousness mm-hmm. and or nervousness. Some people categorize, categorize it as nervousness, right? But we still get the same or very similar types of feelings when it comes to anxiety or overwhelm. Mm-hmm. And one of the most simple and most underrated tools out there that is a hundred percent free to do is journaling Mm -hmm. journaling it's so simple and I think sometimes people give it a bad rap because like oh I'm not a good writer or I just don't even know where to start or I don't want to dig up all my feelings what am I even going to write about I just want to move forward in my life which yes Mm -hmm. that's what we specialize in life coaching is all about moving forward and taking the next steps however in order to move forward, you also have to be present. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to be present, you also have to revisit some of those feelings from the past yes. that are causing you to feel anxious in the present. And so when you can address that, then you can fully move forward and you don't ever go back. And so with that said, I was sharing how journaling is awesome because, like I said, it's free. This is something I've been working on personally this week with my, uh, or this last month, actually, I should say, with my life coach, because gratitude is not going to be the first thing that Mm -hmm. comes naturally to anybody. I'm just going to be real. There are a lot of times I struggle with gratitude and people on the outside like, well, what would you have to not be grateful for? Um, But everybody experiences life. Everybody goes through ups and downs. Everybody has different emotions about different things. And sometimes it can be hard to move from that space into a space of 
really feeling grateful or at peace and like overjoyed especially when you feel like you've got some very challenging circumstances or situations or maybe in motherhood you're just like this is not the day I don't feel grateful Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was me this week so (laughs) I ended up taking my journal and I recommend doing this you take a journal and All you need to do is jot three things down every single day. Do it for 30 days. It takes 30 days for your brain to create a habit, okay? And gratitude is actually all about the brain, which I'm going to explain here in a minute and why that is so powerful for you to take hold of. Um, But when it comes to a gratitude journal, you just have to write three things down. That's it. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing. It literally takes like a minute to do. And I do mine right before I go to bed. So I'm laying in my bed thinking about these things on a positive note about what I was grateful for. Even if it was that tough of a day, I'm like, well, at least I'm breathing, you know, (laughs) or at least I'm still alive. (laughs) Because there are those moments that you just I'm like, I don't want to write anything down. Um, But write three things down, do it for 30 days, watch your life change and watch it start to begin to reprogram your brain Mm -hmm. and how your brain functions um, like automatically. What is natural go-to responses is what I mean by that. So the reason why gratitude is so powerful is because gratitude can only be done. It actually switches your brain from the amygdala so when you are feeling stressed anxious overwhelmed all of these things right your brain is actually operating in a whole different part of the brain than gratitude would be operating and you can't operate in two parts of the brain at the same time that's literally impossible (laughs) your brain can only operate in one lobe at a time okay so if you which you should google this and it will make so much sense when you can visually see it's kind of hard to explain that on a podcast but the amygdala is in a whole different spot than the frontal lobe so when you are feeling anxious or nervous or just defeated or overwhelmed depressed all of these things you are up your brain and your body are releasing chemicals from the amygdala okay that part of the brain so in order to snap you out of that which like i said you can do this for free at home anywhere even at your desk there have been many times Mm -hmm. where i've been sitting at my desk and i just pull out some sticky notes and start writing down things i'm grateful for to snap my brain into a state of gratitude moving my brain into what you've heard before the frontal lobe or the prefrontal cortex is what it's technically called so when you can move your brain into that state you can do that by just being grateful writing down what you're grateful for and it will change your day it will change your life and the faster and the more uh, times you practice this the quicker response Mm -hmm. time your brain will switch and snap out of that naturally but you have to train it to do that and so you have a hundred percent control and power over your mind and i think that is so amazing I mean, that's, you may not be able to control your life or your circumstances, but you can 100% control your emotions by controlling your mind. And no one else lives inside of your brain but you. So you are the only one that has that power, that has that ability to control your mind and snap you out of the anxiety, the amygdala, the depression, the stress, and move yourself by choice Mm -hmm. into the frontal lobe or the prefrontal cortex by gratitude, something so simple. 
simple. Mm -hmm. Just by writing it down. When you write something down, a lot of college students do Mm -hmm. this. It's because it actually sets it in place into your mind. So like writing something down like solidifies it into your mind, so to speak. So when you write down, you're forcing your mind, Mm -hmm. one, to get out of the amygdala because now it has to think in the frontal lobe about, okay, what am I grateful for? And then when you write it down, it has to think about what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So now it's remembering what you're writing down and it solidifies it, like locks it in place and it allows you to stay there. And so that's why it's something so simple. Like I said, it's so underrated <laughs> journaling things that you're grateful for every single day is going to change your life and you can do it at any moment at any time like I said even if you're working or even if you're busy with the kids just pull out a sticky note start writing things down Mm -hmm. it is so game-changing it's true um I've done that several times myself and it's been able to I've been able to snap myself out of you know that place of anxiety or worry or whatever it is. Um, I just did it this week, you know, just being stressed over, you know, be honest, finances, you know, and, um, you know, being able to, and I, I go, I use the scriptures, I use the Bible, and then, you know, I immediately, I have in my notebook next to my de- my my bed. And so I start writing down those things and what I'm grateful for. But then I also, when I move to the next day, I always like to challenge myself to go deeper because we, we're going to always, you know, say what's the, what's, you know, the, what's on the surface, right? Um, but each day I would say also challenge yourself to go a little bit deeper and deeper. What I mean is in order for you to snap yourself out of that anxiety or worry or whatever it is, you have to, okay, and that's great. You know, it's you, if we all have surface stuff that we can, you know, write down, but the more you do it, you kind of run out of things to, you know, like be grateful for, okay, what else, you know, but start putting yourself in a situation of, you know, let's say something didn't work out right with a family member. Just say, okay, Lord, I'm just, I'm grateful for, and then this family member, you know, and just write down, you know, just be positive, you know, you write down what's positive because you are trying to snap your yourself out of, you know, that anxiety, that worry, whatever it is. So write those things down and, um, you know, again, like you said, it doesn't have to be something big, but it's three things mm-hmm. on a daily basis is something so simple. Um, and again, like you said, while you're in the car and you have a little sticky note and you feel like anxiety is creeping up when you feel that again, having that self-awareness, um, just get a, find a, a piece of paper and, um, you know, a pen and just write three things down. If you're standing at the grocery store, you know, okay. You don't have a piece of paper at that very moment, but be self-aware enough to say, I'm grateful for, and use your fingers. And you literally mark, because, you know, these are, there's a lot of people that are visual. There's, you know, we're all just so different, but be mindful enough to write those things down and snap yourself out of that. So yes, I love everything that you're saying because it is so possible, but it's also so simple. And like you said, it's free. Yes, it is free. And some people might say, which I want to address this, well, then you're denying your feelings by doing that. No, 
you're not denying your feelings. You are feeling your feelings. So you're not denying them, but you're choosing not to live in those Mm -hmm. feelings. You are choosing to move out of those feelings so you can continue to move forward in life Mm -hmm. as life is moving forward, like we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. And I think there is so much power in that for every individual. And they feel like, okay, I don't have to live here. These feelings, these circumstances, they do not own me. Mm -hmm. I can do something about this. And I think just that simple knowledge of how to do that is life-changing for so many people. I mean, I know for me it's been life-changing. Anxiety and depression is something I have struggled with in my life. And sometimes I still struggle with anxiety. I mean, I do take Lexapro right now because I have four kids (laughs) that are young and really busy And we also have businesses and we have a lot going on. Like there's constant overstimulation, right? And I, we do as best as we can and there's no shame in that game. You have to do what you need to do to be your best self and the best version of you so you can clearly think, Mm -hmm. right? And you can clearly process and be able to receive a lot of these kinds of tools and tips. And um, you don't have to live in that, I guess is what I'm saying. And so... Just know that, no, it's not denying your feelings. It's being real with yourself and acknowledging, being self-aware of, okay, this is where I'm at right now. I don't love how I'm feeling right Mm -hmm. now. But I also know I have to be there for my job or my kids or my family. I have to move on. So I need to snap out of this. (laughs) Um, And how can I control my mind to do so? Because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're letting your mind control you and you're letting your mind and your brain control your emotions. Everything starts in the brain. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. Every action we take, it's because it first had to start in the brain before that thought was even like an action. (laughs) So, um, and it goes the same thing with our emotions. And I just want everyone to know that you have the power to change that. Um, And there's nothing wrong if in fact you are in in a state of being or in a time and in a season in your life where you're like, man, I probably need to look into, you know, medication or, you know, doing something natural Mm -hmm. to help me. And because, yeah, there are hormone imbalances. There are chemical imbalances. A lot of times things in our diet, Dr. Men, Mm -hmm. he's an amazing psychiatrist. I follow a lot, watch his stuff closely and his studies and there's the simple change of a diet can actually, depending on what brain type you are, completely alter how your brain functions yes. and helps you become healthy yes. in so many ways and feel like you're living a normal, healthy, happy, peaceful life. Yeah. Um, so there's so many aspects. Our brain is a very complex thing, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's talked about enough, yes. th- these complexities and um, these practical, simple tips and tools that we can use every day to better ourselves mm-hmm. and better our brain function so we can have better outcomes and relationships and in our just everyday living. And that's one of my missions, you guys, is to really give practical tools and tips on some of these basic things that we all deal with in all walks of life. Um, but speaking of anxiety, right? This is another thing that you can use before mm-hmm. going into an interview. Some people get very anxious yes. about speaking to people or talking to people they don't know about who they are talking about themselves. I know I've been there. Sometimes it feels so awkward having to talk about myself. And I was just talking to somebody actually the other day, like, why do they always ask you, where do you want to be in five years? Like, I don't know. (laughs) She's like, I want to ask them, where do you see yourself in five years in the same job, in the same seat? I'm like, (laughs) it's kind of true, right? It's true. It is. It's so true. And honestly, why don't you? 
right? It's, I've always interviewed that way. And it's like, why don't you, you know, you, we have so many, you know, especially when you're trying to find a job, um, you're, you're applying for so many different, you know, job opportunities, which is great. But at the same time, um, you know, I feel that confidence is key. Um, confidence in knowing who you are. And it's okay to go into, you know, an interview being feeling nervous um, and having some type of anxiety because you don't know what that particular company or, you know, what their their interview process is like, right? Um, I learned, uh, by the way, with, I've been learning with going through all these interviews that um, it's different. It's different in this time than what it was for me a couple years ago and things have changed you know um sometimes I used to interview with just one person and now that's not the case you know now I'm interviewing with Max for four people are interviewing me you know and so um we all have the power to also walk into a room and own that room and go into an interview thinking that you know you are being yourself. You're being authentic and be confident in who you are and your answers. Um, you know, it's they're going to ask a ton of questions. That happened to me today. You know, they asked, all four of them asked a ton of questions. I've never been, this was a lengthy one. It was a pretty lengthy interview for me today. Um, but I felt very confident in all my answers. And even when I didn't, I made my mind say, you got this, you know, you have this and you have the power to, you know, um, do. And, and I have so many tips that we can do, you know, once you walk into a room, but pre, you have to prep yourself, you know, because no, no interview is easy. And, and also, let me just say that not every job, like you were saying, is meant to be for you. So when I walk into an interview, it's exactly that it's an interview, but I also like to interview them back in return um, just because I want to make sure that this company is a right fit for me. And if it was meant for the for me to have this job, then it was meant for me to have it. If it's not, then I will move forward. I'm not going to be sad about it. I'm not going to be mad about it. Um, there are opportunities out there that will be for you. And um, they will see that and they will know that. But you have to own it and you have to carry yourself. I would say also... Um, be intentional of how you dress yourself to walking into, you know, an interview, how to carry yourself. Um, I today decided I could have gone into this interview wearing my contacts, but I said, nope, I'm going to wear my glasses because it makes me look smart, smarter. So that's a little tip. Um, and I actually got a comment from one of them and said, you look very smart. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, I know I did that on purpose, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I'm not trying to be, you know, like, I love it. I'm not trying to be like hockey or anything like that. But, you know, I started realizing that by them talking and mentioning these things, I'm like, yeah, I did. And so another thing that I, I did today was they had told me, um, make sure you bring your resume. So bring a copy of your resume. So I had already known that I was going to, that three people were going to interview me. So what I did was I took a copy of my resume, but I took a copy for each person. So when I walked and what I did was I put it in a folder in, in a folder and then I put um, the little plastic, I don't know what you call it, the little plastic, you know, that yes. you put inside. Um, and I prepped it really nice. And when I walked into the room, I 
made mention, I have, I brought my copy of my, my resume and I brought a copy for each of you. But when I looked, I noticed that they already had a copy. So by me mentioning, mentioning it before they actually said something, one of them actually said, oh, that's so professional of you. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, man, I spent, I spent some money on this, but I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what? They actually appreciated that. By them seeing my professionalism, yes. by being prepared, right. um, you know, and again, this was, I don't know what I was walking into. I, didn't, I thought I was going to be interviewed by three people and ended up being four. So you don't know what you're going to walk into, but you want to already just, you know, dress a certain kind of way. Um, I mean, I have so much to say about this whole topic. <laughs> just yes, like interviewing, sure, you know? Sure. So, um, and I'll just talk about my, my own experience like today and how I handle today. And that was just a few little things that I did. Um, as they're asking me questions, you know, you can take a moment, take a, take a pause as they're asking you those questions and really think you know, about what your answer, what's going to come out of your mouth, what your answer is going to look like. And let me tell you, they asked me a lot of difficult questions. Um, But I was able to stop, process it, and then answer, you know. And even if I they asked me something that I didn't understand, I would ask them again to re, you know, can you please repeat that question again? And, you know, that's okay. It is okay. It's totally okay. Be yourself, be you, but be confident enough because I was so confident today just walking in and just like, I, you know, that one of them even said, I can see how how you carry yourself. You look more like a leader. And I took that like, wow, okay, thank you, you know? Um, And so you have to kind of walk in there and own yourself because I will tell you, they know when you're not confident, they know when, you know, when they're asking you certain questions that you're not confident in your question, in your answer. Um, so they will, you can tell, you can definitely tell. So another thing that going through the process of, you know, interviewing towards the end, it's always ask, you know, so do you have any questions? And I, always, most people say, no, you know, thank you for your time. Thank you for this opportunity. But I don't. I like to take it a step further. And my step further has always worked for me. I will say it's never failed me. And there's not been a job that I've not gotten because I've used this. Um, And so I say, actually, yes, I do. I have a few questions for all of you, if you don't mind, and if you have some time. Um, And then I tell them, um, just as much as you guys are interviewing me, I would like to have an opportunity to also interview you. I just want to make sure that this is going to be a good fit for the both of us, you know, and you want to make sure that you're confident in saying that. One thing that I learned that will make you look smarter too, um, if you're a hand talker, like I do, like I am, I like to talk with my hands, um, is if you put your hands in a a triangle shape, it makes, it makes you look smarter. Um, if you touch your chin, it makes you look smarter as well. So there's certain little things that you can do, um, especially if you're nervous. Um, this helps a lot. Touch your chin a lot, um, or do the 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 triangle. triangle. You know that is so true. Um, in fact, Nelson, I wish he was in here because I know, he. I know. 
is a profiler. Yes. And he actually knows exactly how to do, read the whole room, read the body, read the body language. Um, it's great. There's a book actually that was written by an FBI agent. It's called, oh my gosh, what is it called? Something about whatever, I think it's what everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. But it's really good, and it talks just about this, like how these exact things. Yes. You can, there's very basic things you can do, and they mean certain things, and it gives off this perception. And so that's very true. The other thing I, I loved that you said was, you know, be prepared, be confident. For those that don't feel confident, practice in front of a mirror. Yes. Start repeating, like the, like the question she has that she's interviewing them. Mm-hmm. If that intimidates you to do that, start practicing at home, yes. like days before your interview, mm-hmm. over and over the questions you want to ask them and how you're going to say it. And it feels so awkward sometimes practicing and looking at yourself in the mirror. But mm-hmm. believe it or not, psychologically, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, it's actually helping your brain yes. remember it because it's also seeing yourself and it's hearing yourself and so it will come so much more naturally in the moment yeah that's true even if it's um when you're practicing and again when you're interviewing them back you don't necessarily have to do a full-on interview like they're doing with you you can keep it to three questions you know, it doesn't have to be a whole, you know, keep it to three simple questions. One of the ones that I usually use is, you know, what, um, what, why are you here? Why are you, what made you choose this company? I like to ask questions about their work history with the company because it gives me an insight of, okay, is this something that is going to fit me? So I ask them that. I ask them the you said this earlier, the whole goal question, you know, it usually is something that they ask a lot. And so um, you can ask them that back in return. What is your goals in the next year? Just keep it to a year. You don't have to say like five years or anything like that. What, where do you see yourself in this company in the next, in, in the next you know, couple years, if you want to say that, or in the, the next year? And ask them that. And again, just keep it to three questions. Keep it simple. And I do ask each and every one of them. And as, you know, they're all answering, I like to look at them in their eyes. I like to acknowledge, you know, shaking my head like, oh, you know, that's great. That's awesome. You know, and, you know, just having that engaging, yes, with them. So having, asking those three questions are really key. Or if you have, you know, just two questions, that's fine. You know, you can also ask those two questions, but um, it's never, I've never had um an interview where they it's actually surprised them so they're like oh wow i didn't think that this was gonna be turned turned the whole thing was gonna turn around to us and it's like i i make sure that i let them know it's more so for me i need to make sure that you know this is going to be a right fit for me as well so i don't like going into an interview just thinking it's one-sided it's not We have, this is going to be for us and we get to decide how long, you know, we want to be with this company. And is this something, there may be something that's not going to work for you. And if this company is not going to work for you, then you get to make that decision. Don't only think that it's going to be just their decision, you know? And so you get the, you get to interview them back as well, you know? And I love doing this because it's worked for me 
every single time. It's never failed. And sometimes I've catched them off guard because a lot of them will make, you know, mention like, oh my gosh, you know, we didn't think this was going to happen. But, you know, I, I always leave with so much insight of all of them because what if I'm going to work with one of them? I also want to make sure that it's going to be a good fit as well. And so today in my interview, I felt a sense of community. I felt a sense of just how they treated one another. Um, and I'm very, um, observant when I walk into a room I can read mannerisms really well and I can tell you know who's engaged and who's not engaged and so um, how they treat each other so I'm very observant when it comes to that and so this group of people were just amazing you know I I would definitely love to work with this group of people because that's we were able to all engage and then also they were able to read my body language and read exactly how I was again they use words like professionalism and you you look smart and you know things like that gives me like okay I'm going down it's a good path this is good you know this is what we want this is what we want to hear so go in there um you know, with confidence. I, th- I, I cannot stress that enough. Be confident and be confident in yourself. And yeah, I mean, that's just a couple things that um, have worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. So much wisdom, so much insight. And I love how practical your strategy is and your questions are to them and giving these practical examples that we can all take notes of and use. Or even if we are you know, owners of a company that we want to use to interview other people. But you're right. You have the freedom of choice, Mm -hmm. even if you're in a bind, right? There are, I will say this, there are some jobs you might have to take that you may not love, but Mm -hmm. it's a foot in the door. So you can move up in that company or you can maybe make a lateral move somewhere else. Uh, There are going to be those moments where you're going to have to, you know, take what is being offered to you. But it's also so important to make sure that who you're working with is a healthy dynamic because otherwise you're just miserable. Mm-hmm. And no amount of money is worth misery and a poor mental and emotional state of being for anybody. Absolutely. And so I love that you are so tangible in uh, how you go about all of these things. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for sharing all you're of that. Welcome. And you're well, you're 100% correct. It is all about confidence. Confidence wins over. You can actually look the stats up on this. But confidence, like nine times out of 10, mm-hmm. is what hires mm-hmm. over skill. Yeah. Because if they feel that you are confident, they know that you're going to be able to figure out the skill, even if you don't have all the skills that they are requesting for that position. They know this person's a go-getter. They seem confident enough to figure it out or to have the willingness to learn how. And as long as you're teachable Mm -hmm. and you're confident, that those two simple things right there, you'll get a job every single time, every single time. And so practice these things. Mm -hmm. These are some amazing, amazing insights. And um, one last thing I wanted to share before we wrap up, because I don't want to take too much time, but I forgot to mention this earlier, drawing and coloring. I know we have like these adult coloring books. This was a big fad a couple of years ago. I still love coloring books, but drawing and coloring, they do the same thing. They Mm -hmm. actually help you switch just like the whole gratitude thing does. They'll be switched from your amygdala Mm -hmm. into the frontal lobe and that will automatically help somebody 
feel this calm and not live in anxiety, the stress, the overwhelmed state of being. Mm -hmm. And that in itself can actually make it easier for you to come up with your gratitude list. Mm -hmm. So if you're more of the artistic side, not so much the journaling side, that's another really great option. Um, I love doing it. And it's also so good for kids, Mm -hmm. for kids that um, are just in that temper tantrum stage or just are a little bit, you know, volatile in their temperament. Yes. It can be really, really beneficial. A lot of child therapists actually do this Mm -hmm. coloring for this reason. And it automatically calms the child down. It's something that's creative for them and it gets them into the other side of the brain, literally, like the complete opposite side. So um, you cannot be anxious and grateful at the same time. It is impossible. They are in two different sides of the brain. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to be able to move yourself out of anxiety, stress, overwhelm, depression, things like this easier. You can draw, color, write a gratitude journal down, um, things like that. So just a few practical tips for your week. We hope you guys have a wonderful week and thanks so much for joining in. We will definitely chat next time.